Bo's Cafe. Hey, Bruce. I tell I'm you back. what. Back. Yeah. I feel a lot better than yesterday, day before. Oh, you are not. You're not. You no. are not. Oof. Healthy. No. Unhealthy for three hours. Every ten years, Bruce, you get sick. It's just, I don't, we can't count on you anymore. I know. When Bruce know. cancels a meeting, you oh. know it's... But he didn't want to cancel it. He was yes. in his bed, I know. sick. No, I know. Can't move his head, and he still wants <laughs> he to He was going to do a radio LinkedIn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Golly. That well, might be the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed you went for it. You're codependent with me because you had the meeting uh-huh. with me. And hey, John I know Paul that there's no even reason to argue with you. You, you know what David was saying? As Br- Bill's talking to him, saying, don't come, Bruce is getting into his car and saying, obviously, it's not going to be over the phone. I'm going to have to show up, you know. Uh, and then Bill's like, no, stay home, stay home, stay home. <laughs> Welcome to our healthy team. That's right. <laughs> well, at least I didn't have the, the smoking issue of last week yeah. that no. we talked about. No. You know, I, did, I, I didn't go there. Beer-soaked cigarettes. No. <clears throat> you yeah. know, this is a big week. This is, this is like last week before Christ and this week. Yeah, you, you know, dis- December 23rd was 1979 was three days after the smoking realization. And it really was an impetus, and I'm embarrassed that that was my impetus, was my ability to not smoke. To come to Jesus. To come to Jesus. Yeah. But but uh, December 23rd, 79, I did. And for months, everything, everything felt electric and new and fresh and powerful. And the world turned upside down. And it was. It truly was. But but then something happened, and that's that's what I think I want to read about today. Um, this would be back in 1980, early 1980. So within six months of me coming to Christ. So what happened? Well, I wish I could isolate the moment. All I know is this. Nobody did it to me. I pulled the bait and switch. I think I presumed every day would be that intense, that jaw-dropping. I imagined I was one of the last humans to be rescued, and now the end would come. The boat door was about to close. All I wanted to do was ride across the country on a 10-speed with a sleeping bag and a day pack to coffee shops, telling everybody to get on board because the show was about to end. John Lynch had become a Christian. But weeks passed, and I was still here. And slowly I realized I could still be sad, and I was not impervious to people cutting me off in traffic. I discovered my reactions and wrong affections had not been healed. I was experiencing stupidly immoral thoughts. I would tell Jesus, don't listen to that thought. Please, I didn't mean it. Then my thinking moved to this. Of course, I knew knew I'd screw this up. God goes all the work of bringing me to him, and now I've got him disappointed. I do this to everyone. They all eventually leave. It's who I am. Damn! See, now I'm swearing. (laughs) But I knew I could not live without what I had found. I would not lose it. In that moment, like smoke under a door, it crept back in. Shame. I guess I thought to get the feeling uh, back close to God, it would take the same methods that one gave me applause and success. Increased willpower, diligence, ought, berating myself to care more, and that lie would spread its tentacles through my soul for many, many, many years. It took so little time from first trusting him to arrive here. The second part of my life, I spent trying to make myself worthy of the love I had found. 
I guess I could have challenged the lie. Hey, 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 wait, hey, wait, hold on. I didn't earn this love from God. I didn't figure this thing out. I didn't do anything heroic to get it. <clears throat> it was entirely one way. He invaded my destruction. Nothing I'm experiencing suggests he's one to bless me with happiness or withhold it by the constancy of my devotion. He knows me. He knows I was smoking three packs a day and dropping cheap acid and lying on my resume that I'd done stand-up comedy in L.A. I wonder what would have happened if I'd simply just called out to God and said, Hey, I'm scared. I don't even know what to do. I feel like I'm messing things up. I've spent the entire last week hiding from you, trying to figure out some formula to make it right to make you happy with me again. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm confused and and maybe I'm disappointed. Is it all right to tell you that? I wanted it to always be like those first few weeks. Anyways, I am freaked out and I'm feeling this old familiar sense like someone's about to leave me again. Don't go away from me. I've waited for you all my life. Please, I have nowhere else to go now. If I can know that you're there, that you're not angry or disgusted, and this is the way it's going to be, I'm totally good with it. I just need to know I, that I haven't screwed the whole thing up. I'd like a sign or something right now. But I have, I have an idea. You probably don't often do magic when you're trying to form faith. Oh, see, see, that sounded like I, I know what I'm talking about. I don't. It's something I heard someone say, and then I repeat it and make it sound like me. I do that. I make crap up. Anyway, I love you so much, I can't make it go away if I wanted to. Help. Love, John. But I didn't do that. My fear of losing this ecstatic experience of him drowned out such logic. I almost didn't care whether he operated out of peevish manipulative jealousy or not. I just wanted the feeling back. When compelled, I don't know many humans more self-restrictively disciplined towards a goal than me. So I reared back and spent my best effort trying to find a way to get God to be pleased with me. Awakening. Nothing deadens us more than learning to perform from duty and ought what we once did as the natural response of a new heart. And my joy walked back into the shadows. I didn't talk to anyone about it. Nobody told me they were doing a similar thing. But I soon found it was an unspoken way of life in most faith communities. No matter how much we sang of his unconditional love and sovereign power, we trusted more in our ability to keep ourselves in good stead. We were becoming religiously self-righteous and increasingly miserable. Hmm. Why is that true, what you said, that it is an unspoken way of life in most faith communities? Yeah. Why, why is that? Why do we do that? Yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't even know. I just started to realize it, and it disillusioned me a lot. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, why is this awakening, why does it work this way? The awakening says, nothing deadens us more than learning to perform from duty and ought. Why? Why are we built that way? Why does it, why does it deaden us? You, you know, I, I do know this. That, that to do that, I'm appealing to my flesh. Okay. To, yes. to do that, I'm, I am no longer allowing the spirit to be trusted. I am now counting on something I have, and the flesh is, is 
not winnable. The flesh is not redeemable. The flesh, but there's something in it that that when I feel his absence, I want to abandon trust and come back to what I know, mm-hmm. and that's and that's my flesh, my willpower, my strength, my ability to make something happen, and then add add to that my shame that feels like ah. There's something wrong with me anyways, and it's a perfect formula to go back to that and and try to accomplish something that looks good that maybe will get him to turn his head and care about me again. Well, I really appreciate your response, John. I I think that response is is what we need to hear. Um, Our flesh still wants us to be in charge. Yeah. It just does. And and so when we doubt God and whatever causes that, we we are our alternative. Yeah. And, and we know better. That's right. But the flesh doesn't just sit there. The flesh is active. Exactly. Yes. Dynamic. Exactly. Always. It waits for your disillusionment. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. And if if we forget in the disillusionment moment who we are, then we will go with the lie. That's right. Um, that's why they call it disillusionment. And then, um, if we can cover it over with enough superficial uh, oughts and shoulds, oughts and shoulds, and if we can convince other people that we're making it, then we build a whole system on it. We yeah. can build a whole institution on it. And we have. And we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you help? Um, how do you help people? Uh, break through that if they're in a system like that. Mm. And it must feel suffocating at times. Mm. And it, it because it must feel right, and so there's no way out. That's right. That's right. You're in a misab- miserable rightness. Yeah. You're all doing yeah, right, right stuff, and everybody's miserable. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, in my case, it, it, it feels like it was the exact opposite. The culture had to bring me back. Yeah. Quite often, the culture is what you're fighting against. Right. But but I stepped into this community, and and they weren't doing that. Yeah. They weren't doing that. They were uh, they were intolerant of me doing it. They, they didn't say anything, but it just it wasn't the ethos. The ethos of that community drew me back. But I know that doesn't answer what most people are in. They're mm-hmm. in a they're in an environment that encourages you to live by ought and should, uh, to get back what you feel like you've disappointed God in. I, I think we're introducing here a huge, bigger than we're giving even words to, um, the majority of Christians have spent their awareness of the spiritual life in their salvation. Yeah. And they don't even know yes. that there are answers to their life. Yes, as Christians, as Christians, they don't even know there are answers. Absolutely, they don't know their answers to their shame. They don't know there's answers to their flesh. They don't know there's answers to the wrong view of themselves. They don't know there's answers to the wrong view of God, and so we keep they keep going back to the beginning. Yeah, they want the beginning to be the same. Tell me I'm forgiven. It just get me to the beginning. Get me to the beginning. Get me to the beginning. That's that's Uh so well said. But but it's not the answer. Yeah. The answer is the beginning. Is the beginning. 
Right. The answer is coming it forward. Open the door. Don't yeah. keep opening the door. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. answer is to come from the beginning. As you received him, just walk in. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's such a and, great and, statement. And that, that is where there is so much. When you talked about, John, the majority of Christians have, have that quiet, silent, little, oh, my gosh, reality yeah. that it isn't working. Yeah. And they're not it, telling anyone. But It's because yeah. you can't go back to the beginning. Yeah. That that has got to be yeah. somewhere understood. That's right. And 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 therefore, if we don't understand it, we will take over, and we will change who we are, forgetting the beginning. Isn't That's that right. interesting? That's right. And and I wonder if it goes back to, I don't believe anything changed in me yeah. except God's justification that allows Him to. At least endure me now. Oh, I accept you into heaven someday. Right, right. You've got all but, that figured but out. Bottom line, you are still the same mess you always were, and you better find out a way to clean yourself up so that we can go past that door. Yeah. So, one of the answers is what you're sharing, Bill, and another one of the answers, John, is you didn't you didn't tell anyone you were feeling this way. It would be good if you're feeling this way. To oh, tell yeah. someone, absolutely, so they can berate you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> uh, and keep telling someone until you find someone who doesn't do that. Because I think you're right. I, I think there will be some people to berate us, sure, but sure. there will be someone who goes, "You too, you too." What, yeah. can, what right. can we do about you this too. now that we know it's out? That's right. I, it, it, you too, and, and and you won't be able to stop talking once you break the code. That's right. You find your own Bose Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see you next week, Bose Cafe. Thank you, guys.